<laughs> Way to go with the moment of silence there, Chris. Oh, jeez. All right. You... You're like... <laughs> I like that you can see the little peaks on there from it. <laughs> You're listening to the Fine We Hate Bars podcast. Find the stink bug yet? No, but now I smell again. He'll be out here somewhere. <laughs> He's just going to start wandering around like a bloodhound on the hunt. Ugh. So what are we playing, Chris? Uh, t- t- tonight we are going to be playing. Uh, we have Chris here and we have a who's sitting across from me. Um, Bumfuck McGillicuddy. Yep, that's about right. Yep, yep. Uh, I'm AKA Alex. Ben and uh, Alex, yeah. who has a real name. <laughs> I have a real name. Your real name. And tonight we're going to be playing a wonderful, uh, not really role-playing game, a more uh, fighting fantasy game book, which uh, I was obsessed with when I was a kid. Um, and I used to get it from the library repeatedly, like keep checking it out over and over and over again um, until I got older and I found it again. And then I purchased it and had it sent to my home. Which makes sense. Which makes sense. You should have that done. So... And uh, this was written by Steve Jackson. Welcome, Steve Jackson. Uh, Fantasy Game World. Found us a game workshop in England. So, this is a book. We're going to survive. We're going we're gonna to win. We're going to win. There's a 100% okay. so, chance. So, here, let me read that introduction to you. So, the House, of, the House of Hades is a little different from previous fighting fantasy adventures. You start your adventure unarmed. With uh-huh. no provisions or potions, and oh. you have to avoid being frightened to death. Okay. Before embarking on your adventure, you must first determine your own strength and weaknesses. To see how brave, lucky, and resourceful you are, you must use the dice to determine your initial skill, stamina, and luck scores. Okay. So, so write down, like, skill, stamina, and luck. So. So. 18 and 19. Let me see here. Let's get what, what are we rolling? So, uh, so, so, uh, roll one dice, d6, and add six to it. One d6 plus six? Yep. Well, only him, because you're both going to be playing kind of the same character. It's not going to be two characters. You can play oh, the same what? person. Yeah. It's a solo adventure book, Ben. Bullshit. So, I want to play, I want to play dual adventure. So, so. Split the party. This will be your uh, the skill box. We did terrible on skill. This is your initial skill. In the event your starting skill is less because you are unarmed, but you will have the opportunity to arm yourself. So, so your is your your initial skill. Uh, so your your skill is seven, but your initial skill is that minus three, I believe. Four. Uh, yeah, your initial skill is uh that minus three, whatever that is minus three. Okay, then you have your uh your stamina. Roll both dice. Ten. Add twelve to that number rolled and enter this in the stamina box. Twenty-two. Okay. We're tough. We're tough. Don't got a lot of skill, but we can take a hit. Uh, so there's also a luck box. Roll one dice and add six to this number. Want me to do it or do you want to do it? You can do it. You did way better than... Right. Well, what were we adding to that number again? Six. So eight. So, for reasons that we'll explain below, skill, stamina, and luck scores change constantly during an adventure. You must keep an accurate record of these scores, and for this reason, you are advised either to write small boxes or keep an eraser handy. But never about your initial score. Uh, okay, your skill score reflects your general fighting expertise, the higher the better. Your stamina score reflects your general constitution, your will to survive, your determination and courage. The higher your stamina uh, score, the longer you'll be able to survive. Your luck score indicates how naturally lucky a person you are. Luck 
and evil are facts of life in the devilish domain you're about to explore. So for battles, you often come across patients' books. You're instructed to fight ghosts, ghouls, men of beasts, men and beasts. An option to flee may be given, but if not, or if you choose to attack the creature anyway, you must resolve the battle described below. First, record the creature's skill and stamina. Scores in the first vacant evil encounter box. We must do it there. Uh, the scores of each given the book... Death. The scores for each creature are given in the book each time you have an encounter sequence of combat. So roll both dice. Uh, uh, one for the creature. Roll both dice once for the creature at its skill score. This is the total of attack strength. Roll both dice once for yourself and the number rolled for your current skill score. The total is your attack strength. The attack strength is higher than that of the creature you haven't wounded it. Proceed to step four. And so you have one of the creatures, so subtract two points from its stamina score. So each attack is two damage. You may use your luck here to do additional damage. See below. Okay. So, uh, so I'm burning uh, luck. Uh, yeah, you can burn luck. Okay. Uh, if the creature's attack score is higher than your scores and wounded you, proceed to step five. The creature wounded you, so subtract two points from your own stamina. Again, you may luck at this stage. See below. Uh, make the appropriate adjustments to either your creatures or your own stamina. Uh, and your luck score if you use Luxy below. Uh, begin the next attack round. Uh, your current skill and repeating steps 1 through 6. The sequence continues until your stamina score of either you or the creature are fighting has reduced to 0, which equals death. Uh, so can I add like 30 to our skill? I'll get that in a minute. So fear, as well as your uh, surviving your adventure by ensuring that your stamina never drops to 0 in House of uh, Hades, you must also avoid being frightened to death. Before you begin your adventure, roll one die and add six to the result. Roll a die and add six to the result? Yep. Nine. So uh, the total will give you the maximum fear score you can bear. Your fear score is the number of points you can take before being frightened to death. During your adventure, you will come across situations where you must, for example, add one or two fear points. Your fear starts at zero, and you must add fear points instructed in the text. If your fear score reaches the maximum, as rolled initially, let's see is rolled initially, then you are frightened to death and must end your adventure. Okay. Your heart finally gives out. Okay. So... Uh, okay, so on some pages you may be given the option of running away from a battle uh, should things be going badly for you. However, if you do run away, the creature automatically gets in one wound on you, subtract two stamina points as you flee. Such is the price of cowardice. Oh, Note that you may right. use luck on this wound in a normal way. See below. So, uh... Weapons, you begin the house Hades adventure with no weapons. As other fighting fantasy adventures, your skill score flex your combat ability with a weapon. So before you start off with your adventures, deduct three points you already did. Oh my goodness, they're ready to party out there. Yeah, here, here's how we solve the problem. Uh-oh, how are we going to solve this problem? I'm just going to plug people out of the doors. They forget that we even exist. Oh. Hey, do, do literally anything else. It's going to... So it's like a falcon put it over its head and it's like... Yeah. He'll, he'll oh no! Forget that. Oh no, there's no, there's no crack! There's no... <gasps> okay, so luck. At various times during your adventure, either in battles or when you come across situations in which you could either be lucky or unlucky, you may call on your luck to make the outcome more favorable. But beware, using luck is risky business, and if you're unlucky, the result could be disastrous. Uh, the procedure of luck is as follows. Roll two dice. If the number rolled is equal or less than your current luck score, you have been lucky and the result will go in your favor. If the number rolled is higher than your current luck score, you have been unlucky and you will be penalized. Uh, and that's called testing your luck. Each time you test your luck, you must subtract one point from your current luck score. Thus, you will soon realize that the more and more rely on luck, the more risky it will become. 
So if you use it in battles to test your luck, you will uh, be told the consequences of being lucky or unlucky. Uh, you will always have the option of using luck either to inflict more serious wounds on a creature or have uh, you have just wounded or to minimize the effects of a wound the creature has inflicted on you. If you have the wounded creature, you may test your luck described above. If you are lucky, you will inflict a severe wound and you may subtract an extra two points in the creature's stamina score. However, if you're unlucky, the wound was a mere graze. You must restore one point to the creature's stamina. If the creature just wounded you, the same thing you can... Uh, if you are lucky, you have managed to avoid the full damage of a blow, restore one point of st stamina. If you are unlucky, you have taken a more serious wound and subtract one extra point. Remember that you must subtract one point from each time you test your luck. So um, there, there are points uh, that you can restore your skill, stamina, uh, luck, and, and, and reduce your fear, but those are in the book and they'll be explained to you. So... Hints on play. There is one true way through the House of Hades, and it will take several attempts to find it. No, you guys, what do you think the chances that you're going to be able to finish this book in one chance? 100%. Yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%
His face. There was something familiar about that face. Man you recognize. An old man with white hair? Your heart leaps. No, impossible. With a shiver of fear, you race back to your car, jump inside, force the key ignition, and twist it violently. The starter coughs, sputters, and dies. You hit the key again, but this time a single shutter is all the engine can manage. You grasp the wheel with your hands and shake it desperately as if to force some life into the car. But the battery is dead. Your car is certainly not budging from the ditch tonight. Your situation is hopeless, but now the plight of your car is paramount. Where can you get help? You passed a garage in Mingleford, but that was some 20 miles away. Well, we just, we'll just call the police. Problem solved. Problem with our cell phone. No, no, Ben. We don't have a cell phone? What are we, dumb? Yeah, I have, a, I have my phone right here, see? We left I, I think it would be everywhere. Phone? Ben, this book was written in 1984. There's no cell phones. Keeping it. Big Brother issues cell phones, though. Is it altered in 1984? I'm a time traveler. The Doctor is stranded in 1984, but I still have my cell phone. Oh, that'd be a that'd be a fitting end that like the Doctor strands you and then you die in this horrible house of horrors. He's like, I'm off having fun adventures. <laughs> Alright, so as if it's an answer, a light appears in the distance. Someone has switched on a bedroom light. What a stroke of luck. It was at least 15 miles back that you passed the last house and you have to have broken down just a short distance from someone's home. You button up your coat and open the door. From outside the car, you can see the building more clearly. Just ahead, on the left, the drive winds up to the large house. It is a good five minutes walk away. By the time you reach it, you'll be drenched. But how else can you call the garage? You can't afford to miss tomorrow's appointment. No. Go, you go, you must. Anyway, you probably... Wait, are we talking to Yoda now? Yeah. Yeah. Go, you must? Yeah, he's... he's go, you must? Mm. Yeah, yeah. This is this is that he is he didn't he didn't fade this away. Is, Yoda didn't fade away. He died in a horrible house of of of, of awfulness. Yoda <laughs> wouldn't die in a house of awfulness. He just used the force to throw rocks and hack him to pieces with his tiny lightsaber. The thing about Yoda was he was a fraud. <laughs> the entire anyway, time, the entire time. Anyway, you probably be able to pry off, uh, dry off um, inside after phone in the garage. You slam the door, turn your collar up, and set off for the house. A flashing, a flash of lightning lights it up clearly for you. But it, but in your preoccupation with the rain, the warning from above is wasted on you. The house is old, very old, in a shocking state of repair. The light in the window is flickering, most likely an oil lamp, certainly not electric. And and you don't notice a fact that might have turned your back anyway. There is no telephone line going to the house. As you climb the steps That's fine. to the front you door... That's fine. You set on a fire and use smoke signals to communicate. Little do That's you realize good, good what your fate is in store for you tonight is going to be a night to remember. Now turn over. See, that looks like a great little house. Like, it's like, yeah, let's go up there. I bet he's got something. Yeah, we just yeah. started on... Look yeah, burn it and use, you know, the smoke to create smoke signals. Yeah. We, will get, we will get our Native American friends to come and help us out in no time. Yeah. And the bonus, if the Native American friends help us out... We can then sell them as slaves when we get to the nearest town. Oh, win-win. It's a win-win. It's, it, it's, it, it's a win-win. Ben, this is 1984, not 1684. Whoa. You racist scumbag. <laughs> you climb the creaking steps up to the front door and pause to catch your breath. Even though you ran all the way up the drive from your car, you are soaked through. Your feet are particularly wet. Judging by the number of puddles you stepped in in the dark, the, dri- the drive needs a small fortune spending on repairs. But under the porch, you are out of the storm, and you brush the rain from your clothes before turning towards the door. The rain is still pelting down, but an eerie silence hangs in the air. No lights are on downstairs. You step back from the porch to check the upstairs window, which attracted your attention earlier. Nothing. No lights. The whole place seems to be deserted. 
But then you remember the, the time, five minutes to midnight. Everyone in the house has probably gone to bed. An owl hoots in the distance and a shiver runs down your spine. The situation is a little scary. Here you are in the middle of nowhere at some strange run-down old house, about to wake up whoever lives inside at midnight. They certainly won't be too pleased, but you have no choice if you're going to make it to your appointment tomorrow. Gotta make an appointment. Yeah. In which you must reach the telephone to call for help. You step up to the front door. From the left-hand side of the house, a dull glow catches your attention. A light has been turned on. You breathe a sigh of relief, or at least someone is awake. You consider your options. Chris? There's an elaborate knocker in the middle of the door. What? Can we kill the thunderstorm? I roll to attack the thunderstorm. <laughs> We're going to stab the storm in the eye. You are a genius. <laughs> no one's ever thought of it before. I'm going to close the book because you, you saw the problem. <laughs> the thunderstorm was the real one. <laughs> yeah. Alright, you ready for your first choice? Yes. So, there's a, there's a huge knocker. Uh, there's an elaborate knocker in the middle of the door and a bell pole hang down from the right. Will you wrap the door with the knocker, uh, pull the cord, or creep around the house to investigate the light? Uh, creep around the house. I pull out my gun and shoot a hole through the you door. You don't have any guns. You have nothing. What do you do? Creep around the house to investigate the light. Lowest risk. Yes. Pull, pull the yes. cord, fall through a door. We'll sneak around the, the house. knocker, fall through a hole. Okay. All right, so... You walk from the porch around the side of the house. A light is indeed on, and it's shining through the window at the back of the building. Do you wish to go around to see if you can see anything at this window? Or will you walk up to one of the other windows along the side of the wall to see whether you can enter the house without anyone noticing? Enter the house without anyone noticing. Are you sure that's the lowest risk option? If we can find a closet and just hide in the closet till morning. You speak only the truth here. That one. All right. And then we can release a hit song about it. Yep. So that you're trapped in that closet. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. So you walk up to a large window, which looks through it. It may not be quite closed, but there are heavy bars across it. Even oh. if you were able to open the window, you would never manage to squeeze through the bars. The house is certainly well protected from intruders. Do you want to continue around the house to see where the light is coming from? Or turn to the front door and either pull the rope or use the knocker? We're going to pee on the bars over the next year to corrode it so we can get in. The urea is probably the answer on this one. Okay. All right, so you think about that and then realize, like, that's a really stupid idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll move, move further around the house. Yeah. Go, go back to the back around the house? Yeah. Gonna, okay. gonna be as cautious as possible because we're winning. Yes. We're going to show Chris that his We haven't child. died yet, so that means we're winning. Yeah. yeah. The lit window is next to the back door, which leads into a kitchen. Voices are coming from the kitchen, but you cannot see anyone. Whoever is in there must be standing by the back wall, out of sight. You strain to hear what is being said. There appears to be two people in the kitchen, and they are talking excitedly. Master is getting ready. I'm starting to get excited. I've never been to one before. Do you really think they may be visited? Another man's voice, rather more controlled, replies... You know, I'm having serious doubts about this whole affair. She is so young, and she came here in all innocence. I just don't know. The two men walk around the kitchen, and you can see them more clearly. They are both dressed in white gowns. One is a good deal younger than the other. Do you wish to knock on the door to see whether they will let you in? Or will you just wait and listen for a little bit longer? I say, I, I, I say in a low, moaning tone, Luke, I am your father. Which page do you turn to for that, Chris? You say that. 
Do we die? And then lightning strikes you and blows your face off. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> we wait, we wait. Yeah. Caution, caution. Okay, you're going to wait? Caution? Gonna, gonna, we're going to show Chris that his childhood book, his childhood favorite book, okay. just like beat the first time we ever played it. Oh yeah, we're going to do way better than Chris ever did. Yeah. Right. The younger man turns to the older one and angrily says, the master's teachings are not for the faint-hearted. You know of his power and his promises to us all. Perhaps you're no longer strong enough to stay with us. The older man turns away toward the window. He is hiding the look on his face, which is one of nervousness and fear. He realizes that he, he has just said the wrong thing. No, he stammers. I'll be all right. Just, just a momentary weakness. Come, let us go with the, get on with the preparations. The other the two men leave the kitchen, blowing out the candles on the way. You wonder what they were talking about. Now you must choose your next move. Will you try the kitchen door or uh, to, to see whether you can sneak inside or go back around to the front door and knock? Well, we... Can we go back to the car and just sleep in the back seat? You gotta make an appointment. Oh, of course not. The kitchen, because it's the... the Low risk? Yes. Lowest risk, no. Lowest risk. The book told us lowest risk, everybody. Okay. The door is firmly locked. You will not enter the house this way. If you wish, you can knock at the door to try to attract the attention of the two men who are just talking. If you decide to do this, you must test your luck. If you are lucky, they will hear you and come around to investigate. If you are unlucky, they are out of earshot, and you will not get another through this way. If you decide against knocking the door, uh, knocking at the door, or if you have been unlucky, you will have to go back to the front door and either knock or pull the bell. That's actually a complex one. Well, here's the thing: if we knock on this door and they come to investigate, we can go around to the front and sneak in the front, because then the back becomes the front. You're not wrong. You're out thinking. You're you're thinking overthinking this book. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay, so we're gonna knock on here and we're gonna test our luck. Alright, test your luck, rule two D six and see if you can roll into your luck score. Which come on, score. come on, come on, big our luck big, score is eight. Big money, big money, big money, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy, stop. What's our luck score? Eight. I rolled exactly eight. Then you're lucky they hear you. Okay. Okay. And we run. Uh we pull out our double barrel. Yep. Let loose. Okay. <coughs> the double barrel that I had shoved up my butthole. All right. Mm-hmm. Next to the pine cones. Yeah, you guys are really... Where do you keep your double barrel shotgun? We're loose. I, I keep it loose rolling around the floorboard of my car. <laughs> um, you knock loudly and watch the window. A few seconds later, two men reappear and light the candle. The older man walks toward the door. And then we turn to page 207. He opens the door and immediately slits your throat. What's this? You hear the older man ask. Someone knocking at the door this time of night? Could it be one of the brethren? I thought everyone was here. Then the two men start whispering to each other in voice the two floor to hear. You wait pacing outside in the rain until eventually the door opens and asks, Who is it? Will you tell them about your predicament and ask to use the phone? Or will you claim to be one of the brethren that you heard them talking about? What's the lowest risk here? Because I, I feel like we should lie and say we're one of the brethren and then use that as a chance to... I do too, because I think if we tell about our predicament, I think that we're going to get murdered. We're going to get sacrificed is what we're going to happen. Yeah. Sacrifice. Okay, so you're, you're, you're telling them, they'd be like, oh, yes, I'm, one, of you I'm guys. one of the brethren. Yeah, you're one of the brethren. All right, well, all right, let's go. Let's I'm, here to, I'm here to sacrifice a girl. <laughs> Uh, the door opens wide, the older man peers out, and, and before inviting you in, the two men listen as you tell them, uh, wait, hold on. 
These guys are wearing Reich, or white, correct? Reich. They're wearing Reich outfit. Reich. No, they're wearing white. They are wearing white. Which is almost as awful as Reich. Yeah. Right? Presumably the girl is, you know... What? Innocent. Uh, The door opens wide, and you are invited in. We thought everyone was here already, says the older man. That's cutting it a bit fine. The others are, he pauses when he sees your face and the two men look at each other. Er, um, what delayed you? You were feeling a little uneasy about the situation and mumble some excuse about your car breaking down. Your car, says the man slowly. What a shame, I hope it's not too bad. From the reaction, you get the distinct impression that you have said the wrong thing. Then it draws on you that there are no other cars around the house. Although, according to these two, everyone has arrived. You try to really think of what to say next, and you did not notice that the younger man has crept around behind you. You feel a heavy blow at the back of your head, which knocks you unconscious, lose four stamina points. Then wow. turn to page 173. Oh, that's it for us. Yeah, I think we already died. Wow. You're not dead yet. I can't, like, I can't believe that, that there wasn't a better low-risk option there. I feel like the deal was that we were... The cord at the front door, you get dropped from a pit of spikes, you knock at the knocker, and it turns out you're both fucking dead because the same thing happens. Knock on the knocker, and it turns into a snake and bites you. You you get poisoned and die. Then, come on, dig dig deep into your event, it, like your 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 point and click adventure. You gotta dig deep. No, if you were digging a point and click adventure, you'd have to go and find the stick outside and craft it into like a makeshift. Like, you know, dildo that you use to, like, knock on, like, rap on the window. And then that would attract a mouse who you'd feed, like, the jelly beans you found from the compartment of your car. That's how you'd get into the house on a point-and-click adventure. We game. only had three options to get into the house here. I feel like, I feel like I just got fucked by a book. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, play more of that. So you open your eyes, your head is spinning, and it seems in time you're fully aware of the fact that your hands and feet are bound. Oh, God. The room you are in is How's empty. How's my butt feel? Okay for the moment. Uh, you hop out o- to the window. Uh, you ho- w- uh, The room you are in is empty, but you work out a plan. You hop over to the window, break the glass, and use it to cut yourself free. Pulling yourself to your feet is awkward, but you manage it with a, a mixture of hops and shuffles. You arrive at the window. Outside the wind is blowing, and the rain against the window panes uh, is... The rain... The wind is blowing the rain against the window panes. Will you go ahead and smash the window with your hands, something of a risky business, or will you instead test your luck? If you test your luck, if you not wish to, if you test your luck, turn to page 136. If you don't wish to test your luck here, turn to page 360. Test your luck. Yeah. All right, so, sorry, so, uh, I'm going to test your luck. Otherwise, we're just going to take the same damage. I bet you money. So, all right, so, uh, were you, were you lucky or unlucky? Let's see. Unlucky. unlucky. All right. If you're an uh, 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 all right. Uh, he's just the wrong guess to roll for that because he's roll fairly high. <laughs> if you're an unlucky, the glass cuts your wrist, lose two stamina points. Yeah, uh, it would have been the same damage either way. I'm pretty sure. So, oh well, that's okay. It's better I mean, to have tested our. You luck cut there, yourself then. free and massage your wrist to get the circulation moving again. Then you walk over to the door and try. It is not locked. You try the handle, open it a little, and look outside. Your room is on the first floor landing, facing the door. Is a Balustrade? B-A-L-U-S-T-R-A-D-E? Yeah, what is that? Um, it's like a... It's like an old type of column thing they had in a... 
older like houses from that era. Yeah, these doors of Ostrad. And looking over the banisters, you can see the entrance hall below. So to the left, there are two doors in the corner of the landing, which run along to the right. If you wish to go this way, turn to page two eighty seven. Looking to your right, the landing runs past another door, and then turns left. To go this way, turn to page thirty three. So left or right? Left or right? Left or right? What's on the left again? Uh, to the left, there are two doors in the corner of the landing, which runs along to the uh, to the right. There's doors, and then if we go to the right, there's a thing that goes out. Um. Wow. What's our goal? Not die. To not die. Uh, well, well, now you've just been attacked by a guy in the kitchen, like <coughs> with the back of the head. So you're like, I get GTFO. I gotta get out of here. Yeah, our que- our quest to like fucking sc- fucking Scarper is pretty clear right now. So my argument would be that there's two thoughts. First, exploration could provide us with items that could make it easier to succeed. The second thought is the more you explore, the riskier it becomes, so that maybe we should beeline, which would be going the right way, versus exploration is the left way. I vote left. Okay, we'll go left. Okay. Because I can sort of go either way on that one with what's better. Cause... Okay. Okay. You walk up to the two doors in the corner of the balcony. The one on your left is named Balthus, and the one in front of you has no name. If you wish to enter the Balthus room, turn to page 299. If you would rather go through the other door, turn to page 86. If you choose to ignore these doors and continue around the landing, turn to page 193. Check the doors or keep going on the landing. You see, now we're back to another risk situation. <laughs> Just this high risk, high risk. High risk. High risk. in the Balthus room. You want to go to the Balthus room? Yes. The Balthus room. It'll okay. probably just be Balthus's. Yeah, dozens of them. Okay. The room you've entered is bare. Pinstripe uh, wallpaper covers the wall. I'll make sure I got this one right. So, Balthus room, yeah. Uh, the wall. A hearth is set in the center of the in the center of one of the wall, and on the mantelpiece there is a small wooden box. Curtains are pulled together along the wall, but they hang there awkwardly, bulging in a natural places. Do you wish to investigate the bulging curtains? Open the box in the mantelpiece. Leave the room. Box. box. Those curtains were not touching those curtains. That is clearly a monster that hopefully will just leave us alone if we just take our prize and leave. Mm-hmm. You walk up to the mantelpiece and pick up the box. A catch, uh, pick up the box. A catch is holding it shut. Before you open the box, a rustling from the window attracts your attention. Something is happening. You place the box, box, the box, the box back on the mantelpiece and walk over to the curtains. No, we don't. What? No, we don't. That's the worst idea. Why we don't. We don't walk over the curtains. That? We open the box and leave. Yeah, our character's dumb. You're like, oh, what's that? The curtains. You, you feel compelled. <laughs> I. I just like the scene at the end of Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, where like you don't want to stab the lady, but like the freaking Nether God is forcing you to. Sure. It's... Or the Fall of Four Quest when I'm like. When I'm doing both quests for the Brotherhood and for uh, uh, the the railroad, then you get to a certain point that like you have to kill the railroad. And I was like, I don't have to. He's like, yeah, you have to do it. And I'm like, is there another way out of this? Couldn't I like trick you or something? Nope, gotta kill him. We gotta kill him. 
the new guy do it. I was like, I feel like I'm being forced here to do this. Uh, so from behind the curtain, a heavy blow hits you in the chest and knocks you backward onto the floor. Lose two stamina at two points of fear. You pick yourself up uh, quickly, and the curtains slide to one side. A human figure steps out. His skin is dirty green color. His eyes, eyes wide and stare at you, yet through you. His jaw gapes open reveal a mouth half full of rotten teeth. It wears ragged clothes, and it advancing toward you. Revol- resolve the fight with the zombie. So, the zombie's skill is seven. Its stamina is six. So, so you roll uh, 2d6 for yours. So... Eight. So what's your skill? Seven. Well, four, actually, so the total is twelve. Alright, so roll 2d6 for the, 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 the zombie. Ten. Sixteen. Was it higher than your skill? Yes. Yep. And you lose two points of stamina. We're about to die. We're getting uh, Do there. it again. So roll for you first, 2d6. 10. Ten, 10 plus. Ooh, yeah. So, so he loses two. 14, so he loses two, so he's down to four. Okay. So. Again, you, you're, you're, just, you're, just, you're just wailing on each other in this room. All right, again, roll for you. Ele- I rolled 11 on my dice, so 11. plus four is 15. 15, all right, 2d6 plus six. Ah, Ooh, snake eyes. You hit him right in his rotten jaw. It just collapses in itself like it wasn't even there. All right, roll again. He's still got two stamina left. Um, four plus three, seven plus four, eleven. Eleven. I roll two d six plus six. Twelve. Twelve. So you take two points of stamina damage. Nine. Thirteen. Thirteen. Eight plus six is fourteen. How are we looking? Mm, Taking out two points of stamina. You're getting the snot beat out of you guys. Uh, we just need one more hit on him, and he's dead. But we're not doing hot. Twelve at all. total. Seven plus six is thirteen. For fuck's sake! You're taking out two points. It's down to six. You're not doing so good. You got to finish him off. Just gotta get that one good hit in. Ten total. Fucking a nine fifteen total. He's wailing on you. Four points left. Dude, we're gonna die to the zombie. No, we're not. Thirteen. Maybe we're not. I don't Maybe know. we're not. We just need one hit on him and we'll be good. Seven plus six is thirteen. We tied. So, uh, hold on, let me see. Da, 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 da. So, so, let's see. Uh, let's see, let's see. Who, who wins, who wins, who wins ties here? Uh, we need to, like, take a long rest in Balthus' room. I agree. <laughs> All right, so we start. We start again if it's equal. Start another fight. So you go first. What'd you get? Fourteen total. Fourteen total. Thirteen. I win. All right. Yeah, you beat this. You 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 crush the zombie down. It falls to the ground. That was painful. That that made us ouch. Yeah. Do you so wish now we can take a long Now do you wish to leave the room? No, I want to investigate the, the box. The box. The fucking box. That we should have done earlier. That we should never have even stopped to dick with the curtains. Fucking book. <laughs> the box rattles when you touch it. There is something solid inside. You undo the latch and open it. Lid. Inside you find a small key. You try the key in the door and it fits. The key turns and unlocks the door, allowing you to leave the room. 
Are you kidding? We were locked in that room and we didn't even know it. You are, you are finding you're in the corner of the landing and there is an unmarked door to your left. If you wish to go through it, turns to 86. Straight ahead, you can see down to the main carriage leading downstairs. If you wish to go this way, turn to page 193. <sighs> okay, Ben. That was a real tough fight. You could get beat. We got the shit beat out of us. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. He was, you, you were doing one of these, and he was going, he was going like that, just like. Oh, he was like, he was yes. like, dude, oh, Davy Jones. We were the not stinger. <laughs> the stinger. Davy Jones. We were not. Yeah, we were definitely not. Um, you want to go to the set? I, I honestly, I I'm very sour on exploring these rooms now because we almost just died, and because that box ended up just being the key to let us leave. But we can if you're if you're into it, we'll go to the second. Control, control, control. Yeah, we'll go on the second one. Fuck it. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, at this point, we're effectively already dead. So, okay. Yolo. Yolo. Okay. The door opens. In, oh, the AC. The door opens. The door from AC. All right. So the door opens in a narrow passageway, which ends at a window. Okay. There is a door halfway along the left-hand side, and a sign of the door identifies it as the Diabolist Room. If you wish to try this door, turn to page 13. If you wish to investigate the window instead, turn to page 110. If you're not keen to do either and would prefer to go back through the door and continue along the landing, turn to page 193. Well, the name like the Diabolus Room. Let's check the Diabolus Room. Mm-hmm. Let's get in there. We have a fight to resolve. Yep. And we'll get killed again. You step in the room and close the door behind you. No, we don't. The room is what? empty and you heave a sigh of relief, falling back against the door to catch your breath. Will you rest in this room? Yes. Or try the window for means of escape? No, we will rest, we will rest. first. We will take a long rest and regain um, our level worth of hit points. Yeah, at least. Which we're level like 22, so Something you know. like that, yeah. You sit on the, so you sit on the bed trying to work out <clears throat> how on earth you escape in this place. The room you're in now uh, and seems safe enough for you to rest uh, refreshes you. Add two stamina points. Holy crap, that actually worked. Uh-huh. Uh, and a zombie well, drops from the ceiling. But a few moments later, the wind rustles through the curtains, attracting your attention. You glance over towards the window. No, we don't. It's too late. Our character is seriously the stupidest human being. This character deserves to die. He's a He's moron. like Davy Jones, but without the stinger. <laughs> a soft voice is calling your name. You leap back against the wall. While across the room, a strange shape is forming. A human figure is passing through the very wall itself and entering the room at... Entering the room. At least the figure is almost soon, but its head is missing, and it materializes before you. The voice becomes clear. It comes from the head that is carried, not on the apparition's shoulders, but in its hand, which hangs down at its side. The sight is horrible, and ghostly blood drips onto the carpet from the severed head. Add, you must add two fear points. You stay to hear what the ghost has to say, or you run from the room. We run from the room. Do we run from the room, Alex? Well, that's what I'm contemplating, because do they seem hostile? I mean... I mean there's well, a pic- here... There's a picture. Oh, yeah, we need to go. Well, if Dark Souls has taught me anything, it's if, you know, like, everything is trying to kill me. But then you go to, like, the painted world, and you find that lady, like, um, whatever her name was, and she's not, and she just lets you go. And, uh, so I go, you know what? Fair play. I don't, I don't kill her. I don't... I I, I want to say her name is Felicia. I know that's not it. It's like F something. Like Phoebe or something. We're leaving the room. Yeah, we're leaving the room. This this person right, is... We're going, we're going to jump off the edge of the cliff and head back to Anorlando. Alright, so you, you, you run for the room. 
Alright, you leave the goblin's room and are standing once more in the narrow corridor side. Do you wish to turn left to investigate the window, or would you rather return to the landing and follow around? Let's investigate the window real quick. I can't imagine that's going to be too bad. Yeah, we've, ga- we've gained two stamina at the cost of two fear, but... Curtains, we got are, curtains are drawn across the window. As you approach costly, you gingerly pat the folds in the curtain and are relieved to find nothing there. Although they seem to be safe, you are still on your guard as you draw them apart. As you do so, a thunderclap booms outside and makes you jump, but you are safe. Perfect order the window is uncovered. However, the heavy iron bars in the window are a little worrying. Through the window, you can see nothing but the rain churning down through the panes of glass. But curiously, the rain is avoiding one area. Could it be the wind is blowing the rain away from this corner? You bend down to take a closer look. Written in the condensation, which has formed around the glasses, a message. Mm. You read three words. Mordana in Abaddon. You repeat the message to yourself and then rub it off the window in case anyone else should see it. This message may be useful and you'll realize when it is. If, late, if later in the investigation you want to use this message, turn to reference 88. So write 88 next to it. Don't turn to 88 now. Now you must head back to the landing and turn left to 193. Okay. Okay. That was good. That was a good investigation you did there, Ben. A short distance further on, you come to the top of the main staircase which leads downstairs. Immediately opposite the staircase is the unmarked door. Do you wish to go downstairs, try the unmarked door, or will you continue around the landing? I don't want to go downstairs, so that's probably where the bad stuff is. Well, say our options again. We can either go downstairs, which I agree with you, actually. We probably shouldn't do that immediately. We can continue on the landing, and there was another door. Go downstairs, try the unmarked door, continue around the landing. Didn't we just do the unmarked door? There's more than one unmarked door. All these unmarked doors. Why can't people put labels? Yes, we should label all the doors in this house from here on out. Yeah. That way it'll be easy for anyone who we trap in here by accident to to find their way around. Exactly. Did you bring your portable label maker? Um, I think I left it at my parents' house. So, let's go ahead and uh, go to the unmarked door. Yeah. Okay. You step into a small storm and close the door behind you. There are shelves on the left and the right walls, on which various household objects are stored. In front of you, in the wall facing the door, is another door. What do you want to do? Will you search through the things on the shelves, try the door opposite, or turn to the landing? Shelves. Various items of crockery, cutlery, and food are kept up in the storm, including a sharp meat knife, which you might uh, like to hide under your coat to use as a weapon in the future. The sharp knife will allow you to add three skill points in a fight. Why would we even bother hiding this knife? We should just carry it in hand. It's going to be like a first-person shooter. We're like, we grab the knife and now it's... Yeah, that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. We're taking that knife. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. So I you said it gives me plus three? Mm-hmm. On one shelf, you find several cloves of garlic, which you may also take. Yeah, of course we're taking the garlic. There's also an unlabeled bottle of white liquid on another shelf. If you wish to drink the liquid, turn to 362. If you prefer to ignore the liquid and try another door at the back of the storeroom, turn to page 255. Your only alternative is to leave by the door you enter and return to the landing. Well, that's... Not drinking the white liquid. Okay. Probably poison. Uh, there was another door in there, I thought, right? Yeah, there's another door, and then you can turn to the landing. 
got all nice stuff for that. You get cloves of garlic and you got a nice cleaver. Yeah. Add three to your skill points. That would have been helpful that fight against the... Would have been real helpful against that fight against the zombie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should cut our losses while we have the uh, time. Okay. Go back to the landing. All right. Okay. A few steps past the unmarked door is another unmarked door. If you were to try this one, turn to page 98. If you just ignore it and go on, turn to page 374. All these freaking unmarked doors? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to go with a new one. The unmarked door? Mm-hmm. It leads you back to the pantry. <laughs> okay. Uh, you open the door cautiously at first. But all you can see is darkness. You swing it wide open. I You scream out loud as the body tumbles uh, forward on top of you. The body is that of an old man. And judging by the expression of his face, his death was not a pleasant one. You must have three fear points. You panic and run off around the landing. <clears throat> oh my gosh. Is there any way that I can recover fear? Yeah, there's a place you can recover fear in here. So, uh, back in the landing. Okay. The landing turns right and he passes branches off. You may either... Uh, turn left down the passageway and pass a couple of doors before turning left again, or turn right following the landing. Right. Okay. You follow. You follow the landing around past a wooden door which bears the name Tatuvilas. You may try this door by by turning to page one two five. Straight ahead, the landing ends at a paneled wall. And the passageway turns to the left. To follow the passage around, turn to page 175. You said the door says what? Tuvila? Tatuvilas. T-U-T-T-I-V-I-L-L-U-S. Tatuvilas. Is that your cats? Yeah, I locked them in that room, and now they're uh, reaching out of the door to grab the... Uh little thing that's in the hallway to try and pull it. I don't know. So they can get out of the room? Yeah, they, they're idiots. They're all idiots. <laughs> they're like, this is gonna work, don't worry guys, I got this one. <laughs> I got this one, just gotta pull this under the door and it'll help us all. They're idiots. Okay. Um. See, the issue is that in the we're gonna follow passage, it's fine. Follow passage, no, we can't get back here. Okay. Okay. You follow the passageway in the corner to the left. Two doors face each other across the passage. And you may either try the door on the left to enter the Belial, the Belial room, or the door on the right to the Abaddon room. Straight ahead, the passageway continues for a few meters before entering an unmarked door. Will you try out the Belial room? Uh, try the door of the Abaddon room. Try the unmarked door ahead. Turn back and go downstairs. Abaddon. Yeah, Abaddon. Hands okay. down. And first was a shooter, and yeah, exactly. <laughs> My goodness. Have you ever pretended you were a point-and-click adventure protagonist, and like you walk around your house like a point-and-click adventure guy? You walk up to like a thing, and like you grab the coffee mug off the shelf, hold the coffee mug for a little bit, then you walk over to the coffee pot. <coughs> you know, wait a few seconds, pour the coffee, put it back. Wait a few seconds. Like if it's, it, no, I walk over to the coffee maker and then, and then I go, you don't need this right now. 
<laughs> he or, walks over to the coffee I don't want coffee right now. And he mm-hmm. just drinks straight out of the mug. Straight out of the coffee thing. You enter a bedroom which is lit by a single candle burning by the bedside. A heavy, musty odor hangs in the air, which uh, could come from all the plants which are standing in pots. Or sex. Uh, on the mantelpiece. Besides a uh, bedside table, dresses, and shelves. Whoever uses this room certainly like plants, but another sight catches your attention and stops you in your tracks. Asleep in the bed is an old woman. Killer. It seems that she has not heard you, for she has not moved since you entered the room. Do you wish to leave her in peace, walk over and wake her, or will you instead sp- spring over and attack her before she can wake? We should kill her. I vote kill her. All we'll right. Use a knife. We got this. We got this new knife. I don't see any reason why we shouldn't. Okay. Christen it with her so, blood. Walk, move, you... use knife on lady. Stab, stab, stab. Mm-hmm. So we get a free attack, right? She you just creep takes over to the like bedside. Damage. She creeps over the bedside. She does not move. You raise your hand over your head, ready to strike. You take a deep breath and tense your muscles. Her eyes look open. She stares vaguely in the air with her milky white eyes. And the sight makes you shudder with horror. Her blank eyes have no pupils. A cold sweat breaks out on your brow and your hands drop to your sides oh, impotently. Wow. You must add three fear points from the shock. You dead? Yep. Died. Died from fright? Yep. How Would that have ended badly if we kept going? I'm not going to tell you. You died from fright. Would you like to you play? Should, would you like to play again? Should like to play. You shouldn't have told him that. You should have just waited till he finished reading. I know. I am honest. You're like you're like. <gasps> it just dropped down. Heart heart gave out. Heart, heart gave, gave out. out. Well, while you were gone, by the way, we lost more fear too. I sort of assumed that because I remember we only lost four total, and then all of a sudden we're dead. Yeah, I don't remember what we lost the three from on the way there, though. Did we lose three from on the way there? Uh, something. Oh, guy fell down on you. Oh, that's right. I opened the door, and a corpse jumped out at me. (sighs) Tough times. Tough times. I feel like this would fit in perfectly with like a point-and-click adventure thing. Oh yeah, it's 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 a real-life point-and-click adventure. That's pretty good, actually. Okay. Isn't it torrid? It's like super difficult. You want to play again? How long have we been recording? Uh, 50 minutes. 50 minutes? Okay, because we, we normally stop at about an hour mark, but I don't know how you mm. want to do it. Yeah, we can keep going. So usually about an hour for podcast break. We can keep going. So. so we have to re-roll our stats? Oh yeah, you're a brand new person. All right, In a different so dimension. In a different dimension. A parallel Alternate dimension. universe. So first one I'll is, back, uh, yeah. yeah, so our, fir- it's, so you're scorekeeper this time, Ben. Yes. So first one is a uh, skill, which is at yep, one to six and at ten. six. So, all right, so you got 10 and then it's negative three. So it's seven starting out. Yes, I got that. Okay. Then roll both dice and at 12, that's your stamina. Okay, that's better. Nine plus twelve, twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay. And then and then add one dice and add six is your luck. Six. Oh, twelve. Nice. Okay, and your fear starts out as uh, I believe. Do, 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 do. Uh, Another roll one, one dice and add d six. Eight. Eight. So you have eight fear starting out. Ooh, got a bad heart. Bad heart. Well, below average. Oh, average. Okay. I didn't roll a one, so. So, we're not going to read the introductory monologue again. So, 
You want you so like you do the same thing. Car crashes. We're up to the door. Up to the door. So you can either knock, pull on the handle. I'm gonna pull the handle. Okay. Or pull the belt. Pull the belt. All right. Pull the cord. Turn speed two seventy five. You grasp the or open pull. From the depths of the house, you hear a tinkling noise, and the light coming from the side window goes out. So the three three fifty seven. After I pull it, I, I scream, "Hail Sithis!" Okay. The few moments later, Lord of the Void. The door handle turns slowly, and the door opens. Standing in the doorway is a tall man dressed in a dark suit with tails. His long face is solemn. Yes, he asked indignantly. You smile nervously and explain your situation. Your car is broken down. You need to reach the telephone. You are soaked to the skin. The man's face remains expressionless. Come in, he orders. The master is expecting you. Follow me. He leads you down the reception hall and tells you to sit down while he informs the master of your arrival. Turn to page eight. They couldn't have just put all this on one page. You sit down in a solid carved chair and look around. The reception hall is certainly not what you would have expected from the outside. It is elegantly decorated with rich tapestries and fine oak panels. A number of portraits line the walls. A sturdy 16th century table is set against one of the walls. Will you wait for your host to arrive, study the paintings, or hunt for a telephone? Um, study the paintings. Three portraits are particularly interesting. Will you look at the beautiful young uh, woman wearing a tiara, a middle-aged portly gentleman wearing half-moon glasses, or an elderly woman with gray hair and cold expression? Elderly woman. Cold expression. All right. You step up to the portrait of the Duchess of Brewster, 1775 to 1845, or 1777 to 1845. She looks a stern old woman with an icy stare, a lady of nobility, no mistake. But as you stare, her image seems to shimmer. You blink and try to look away, but you cannot. Within the shimmering face, you can see small movements, and your jaw drops as the portrait's eyes turn towards you. Add one fear point of fright. The woman's lips start to move and you hear a voice saying, Stranger, you have innocently stumbled into a cursed place. Would that I could bid you escape, but alas, you cannot. There is evil and suffering within these walls and you may only escape by destroying it. But that is almost impossible. I can tell you this, though. You may have an ally close by who may be able to help you. The man is dressed in gray robes. If you can find him, you may together free this house from the evil that controls it. With these words, the shimmering stops. You rub your eyes and look again. The painting is still. What was the Duchess's name again? Uh, it, she was the Duchess of Brewster. Did I see the word Mordana on there? Nope. Duchess of Brewster. So, footsteps. Someone is coming. The tall man you met earlier walks in, opening the door for uh, for another tall man dressed in a purple smoking jacket. May I present Lord Kelnor, the Earl of Drummer, the butler announces. The Earl holds out his hand and you shake it. His grip is strong and his eyes pierce yours, so his lips you widen in a soft door. smile. You know, it worked out perfectly, didn't it? What? You went to the front door and it worked out perfectly, didn't it? Um, well, not perfectly. We just, we're talking to a person right now. Mm-hmm. 
Also, I found an old. I found a picture of the old lady from the previous playthrough. And what'd she tell you? She told us that we we have to leave. This place is cursed, and we need to escape. But the only way to escape is by defeating the evil that lies within. There is a man who will be our ally. He's dressed in gray robes. Also, her name was the Duchess of Brewster. Mm-hmm. You begin to tell him of your predicament, but he okay. holds up your hand. Please. I can tell you have been caught in this filthy storm. Let us sit by the fire and we will see whether we can help. Franklin's, tell the cook to prepare some food for our visitor. You protest that you do not wish to be in any trouble, but your host ignores you and leads you into the drawing room where a fire is burning. You take off your coat and sit down. The heat of the fire makes you feel comfortable once more. Franklin returns with two glasses of brandy. We relax, drink the brandy. Aren't we like a 16-year-old kid? No. Will you relax, drink the brandy, and ask if you need a telephone, or will you wait and see what he asks you? Let's wait and see what he asks us. Hmm, you don't like your brandy? Hmm, perhaps you'd like a bullet. Your horse is a little annoyed by your nervousness. Come, come, he says. There's no need to be afraid. Has your little accident caused you to lose your nerve? Drink your brandy. You'll soon forget your fears. As you watch him, your mind begins to play tricks on you. Sounds really deep, Rapey. Is his expression one of genuine concern for your welfare? Is there a hint of something secretive in his eyes and smile? You shiver, and, and, and your fear of the situation is evident. Add one fear point. A short while later, Franklin appears. Your meal is served, sir, he says to the Earl. You both rise and go through the dining room. The dining room looks magnificent. A long table stretches between two fine chairs is laid with gleaming silver cutlery. A rich red wallpaper covering the walls in the room is lit by a sparkling chandelier, bristling with candles, which hangs from the ceiling. You may take your seat with the but- uh, you take your seat, uh, and the butler moves behind you to offer you wine. Will you take white wine or red? Red. Okay. <clears throat> I shall take a drink from my hip flask. Mm-hmm. The wine is impeccable. A fine vintage. Soup follows, and then you may either choose lamb or duck. Duck. Or you or you may tell your hosts um that that or you may tell your host that you have already eaten and you are not hungry. Duck. Eat duck? I mean duck. Yep. Duck is the best meat. Everyone at home, duck is the best meat. Your mouth waters as the roast duck is laid before you. The Earl is having the same, and you both chat as you eat. He wants to know how you came to driving along the road in the middle of the night. You tell him about the old man's directions. You ask him about himself and his family. How would we do that? We just need a phone. The Earl Drummer is the last survivor of his family. His estate stretches for miles around the house. At one time, the estate was prosperous, with many tenant farmers cultivating land and providing a healthy income for his family. But things started to change. His sister died at the age of 32 under mysterious circumstances. She was found dead in a clearing in the woods with strange marks on her neck. News traveled fast, and the ignorant peasants started muttering about witchcraft and black magic. In their eyes, the house was cursed. Pure superstitious nonsense, of course. But gradually, the farmers moved to new pastures, avoiding the estate. By now, you have finished your meal. Franklin returns to offer you fruit, cheese, coffee, and brandy. Will you take fruit, coffee, and brandy? Cheese, coffee, and brandy? Just cheese and coffee. We don't want the fucking brandy, dude. I'm not getting in bed with you. Cheese and coffee. Cheese and coffee. Coffee first, then cheese to cap that stomach off. The butler brings in a plate of cheese and a steaming pot of coffee. He cuts the portion of the cheese and pours the coffee in a china cup. The conversation continues.
Is it, um... Oh, what's that weird cheese? Is it the assassination tea that he forged from? The special tea? Yeah. Specialty. Specialty. Uh-huh. You finish off your meal. The Earl rises to his feet, saying, Our conversation has been most enjoyable, but now we must be very tired. Frank will show you to your but room. But now we must drink this brandy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You stand up. He's right. You are tired. It's well past midnight. You stumble to reach out to steady yourself against the table. Phew. You didn't realize that you were that tired, or you had a little bit too much to drink. Your head is spinning, and the voice of your host... Uh, because part of the background noise, which is getting louder and louder in your ears, eventually you collapse to the ground. And we didn't drink the brandy. Maybe it wasn't the brandy. It was the cheese. Yeah, of course it was the cheese. Probably one of that weird, like, Sicilian cheese. Mm-hmm. You open your eyes, your head is spinning, and it is some time before you're fully aware of the fact that your hands and feet are bound. The mirror is empty, but you work out a plan. Will you hop over to the window, break the glass, and use to cut yourself free, pulling yourself the feet? Mind you, he rolled a 12 for luck. So your first one will be automatic success. Oh, perfect. Uh, managed to fix your hope. So you're going to test your luck? Yeah. Test luck. It automatically succeeds. Okie dokie. We win. Yeah. All right, so you... So you so luck you... is ever in our favor. So, um... Now, so you're all right. You break free, and you're okay. You don't cut up your hands. You're very lucky. Yes. We yes, didn't we even are. have an option to not eat or drink anything, so it wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. You cut yourself free and massage your wrist to get the circulation moving in. Then you walk over to the door and try it. It's not locked. You can try the handle, open it a little, and look outside. Your room is on the first floor landing. Facing the door is a balustrade, and looking over the banisters, you can see the entrance hall. To your left, there are two doors in the corner of the landing, which run along to the right. If you have to go this way, turn to page 287. Looking to your right, the landing runs past another door, and then turn to the left. To go this way, turn to page 33. Head to the window. Yeah, we're going to go left, into the door, then to the window. Then you go to the left. All right. What's our uh, max fear? Uh, eight. Yeah. So, okay. so, so you're, are you going to go right or left? Uh, it's left. We it's went. left, the unmarked door, and then examine the window. Yeah, those three in particular. We're okay. speed running this now. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so you want to go left to the page 287. Pixel perfect jumps every time. Oh, yeah. We're going to cut 0.303 seconds off this run. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Basically, that, that's what so speedrunners do. you walk do. up to two doors in the corner of the balcony. The one is the Balthius, and the one in front of you has no name. If you wish to enter the Balthius room, turn to page 299. Nope. If you'd rather go through the other door, you choose to ignore the doors and continue around the landing, turn to page 193. We're going to go to the other door, we're not going the Balthius. We're going to 193. You go, so, do you want to use the Balthius room, the other unmarked door, or... Other unmarked door. <laughs> this, this is like customer service calling you an automated system. Customer service. Do you need to check your mail? Customer service. <laughs> I'm sorry. Say again. <laughs> the door opens to a narrow passageway which ends in a window. There is a door halfway along. We check the window. Okay. <laughs> oh. Okay. Best of window. Turn to page 110. What's our skill? Skill, uh, 10 slash 7. Okay, so we'll have that back to 10 in a minute when we get to okay. so, so write down the message, you were Mordana in Abaddon. 88. 88. Kind of appears there, you rub it away, you're like, I want to find this. I don't know why, but it seems a good idea at the time. Really? We wiped it away? Yeah, we mm-hmm. did it last time, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't, I guess I Yeah, you bend down and take a closer look. 
Um, you read the three words. You repeat the message yourself and then rub it off the window in case anyone else should see it. A uh, short distance on, you come to the top of the main staircase, which leads downstairs. Immediately opposite the staircase is an unmarked door. I mean, I'm a bit, I'm a bit nervous about the fact that all the marked doors are names of like one of the seventy-two demons from King Solomon's thing. <sighs> Bilal, Abaddon, Balthus. That's just, that's just, that's just a coincidence. Coincidence. Dude. You probably realize it already. About, I've thought about naming my kids <laughs> Bilal. Well, I did once meet a guy named Bill L, B-I-L-A-L, which isn't really the same. <laughs> we got to open that. He was, door, he was a very hillbilly demon. Uh, so, a short distance, you come to the top of the main staircase, which downstairs. Immediately opposite the staircase is an unmarked door. Do you wish to go downstairs, try the unmarked door, or continue around the landing? Unmarked door. Unmarked door. That's the pantry. We think it might be the pantry. We have, an, we have a premonition that it's the pantry. Oh, yeah. I guess I've done this before. You step into a stall storm and close the door behind you. Garlic. Right. There uh, are shelves on the left and right and various household objects. We check the shelves. Plus three. <laughs> to okay. skill. Shelves. Age three. You're like, now roll a d6. So you get you a weapon that adds them. three skill points. You get the cleaver. Yep. Is uh, that in addition to our base or our initial? Uh, your your uh your in, uh initial so the minus three so now you're at top you're at the max okay we get the garlic you also find the clothes of garlic oh. there's, there's also an unlabeled bottle of white liquid on the shelf if you wish to drink it turn to page three sixty two if you were to ignore the liquid I in the door turn to page two fifty five if you want to leave the storeroom uh turn to, or you can try the other door and we didn't last time we didn't try the other door okay uh, this isn't the room of skeleton. Or body. But I didn't try because it seemed risky at the time. And we'd Let's try the other door. Could okay. be like, it's a shield. Find a shield. Da, 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 da. <laughs> oh, I, I would absolutely home this all the theme through the rest of the, the You thing. step out of the... Uh, hold on a second. Okay. So you step out of the storm into a hallway. To your left, the hallway ends at a door which leads into the... Shatan room. If you wish to try the door, turn to page two hundred. Almost opposite is the mam is the mammon room, which you may enter by turning Aren't to page one twenty three. Yes, there mammon are is. I don't know about the other one. Yeah, they I, are. They totally. Are. I don't have all seventy two memorized, but I recognize several of them. If you are not interested in either of these, go back to the landing to the storm room. So mammon and Shatan. Mm-hmm. S H A I T A N. Do you think if we knew what demons these were, we'd be like, oh, that's not a bad door or something like that? Or do you think I that mean, they're all bad they're demons. demons? They're bad guys. <laughs> well, yeah, but well, like. Yeah, you know, sometimes you get a demon of lust, sometimes you get a demon of gluttony. It's a, one or the other. Am I hungry right now or do I want some sexy time? Yeah, I mean, you know. I'd be okay with that. the demons of lust and gluttony if they were from the Seven Deadly Sins anime. <laughs> Because so, then they're good guys. Ish. Ish. As long as they're not a female, we should be okay, because then Meliodas won't try to do his thing. Okay. So what are you going to do? I don't think we should go through any of the doors that are explicitly labeled demons. That's probably a good thing. Bad things seem Six. to be in those doors. Yeah. So we're going to exit. You wait the landing? Yeah. Yep. So if you just pass the unmarked door, there's another unmarked door. If you wish to try this one, turn to page 98. If you wish to ignore it and go on, turn to page 374. Let's go through the unmarked door. Wait. Okay. Demon I, doors have bad things. Unmarked doors have good things. 
But I think this is the door that had the zombie in it. Okay, then we'll skip it. Yeah. Okay, so you keep on going on. We keep on going on. I'm pretty sure that one's the one that had the skeleton monster. That okay. The landing so turns fear. right and the passage branches off. You may either turn left down the passageway and past a couple of doors before turning left again, or turn right following the landing. I turned right following the landing last time. Okay, I'll see that. Okay, follow the landing. 272. You follow landing around past a wooden door which bears the name to two villas. You may use this door. You may uh, try this door. Turn to page one fifty five. Straight ahead. Uh, straight ahead, the landing ends at a panel wall, and the passageway turns to the left. To follow the passage around, turn to page one seventy five. Uh, that's the demon door, so we shouldn't use it. Follow the thing around. Yep. Yeah. Follow the thing around. Demon doors, children at home. They're always bad. You follow the passageway around the corner to the left. Two doors face each other across the passage. You may either try the door on the left to enter the Bilal room or the door on the right to enter the Abdon room. Straight ahead, the passageway continues for a few meters before ending at an unmarked door. This is where you rejoin. So do you want to do do the Bilal room, the Abaddon room, the unmarked door, or go back downstairs? Well, if we try the Abaddon room and try to wake the lady this time, we might be in a bit of a better state. The, yeah, well, you said that you found a picture and she helped? She's told us of a guy in a gray robe who would help us. Okay. She she, she was friendly, though, it appeared. Yes. Okay, so yeah, I agree with that. That's, that seems a reasonable course of action, then. Do you go to the Abaddon room? Abaddon. Yeah, and we'll try to wake her up. Abaddon, and then we try and slip, I mean, wake her up. Her name is Mordana. So, you enter the bedroom, which lit by a single candle burning by the bedside. A heavy, musty odor hangs in the air, which Mordana could come from all the plants. Abaddon. Yeah, you didn't Sending figure that out last time? Themselves. Not at all. All uh, the Abaddon the Asleep in the bed is an old woman. It seems that she has not heard you, for she has not moved since you entered. Do you wish to leave the room, peace, walk over and wake her, or will you instead spring over and attack her? Can we wake her up and call her Mordana? Uh, well, let's see. Survey 139. Is Mordana evil, too? You step over the bed and shake the old woman gently, but as soon as you touch her withered skin, you jump back in horror. She is stone cold dead. Add two fear points. Less than the The one we accumulated last time. As you stand by the bed shivering, a low moan comes from the body. Its eyes flick open, and a pure white eye stare up at the ceiling. She has no pupils. Do you wish to wait to see what happened next, or will you beat a hasty retreat and return to the passage? We'll call her Mordana. Okay. I guess we'll see what happens next. That's what you're actually saying. She's screaming it at her. Mordana, Mordana, Mordana! Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you call that Mordana and Abaddon? Yeah. She curses. Damn you, stranger. All right, then. I will answer your question. Which question do you ask her? Do you ask her to find the man in gray about the secret rooms in the house? What tonight's festivities are? The man in gray. Yeah, nothing else matters other than that. I feel like we're doing okay this time. Okay. Yeah, I think we're doing pretty good. If we could get some rid of some of that fear. Okay. The man in gray, who is he? You have to forgive me, strangers. You can imagine. It is some time since I've wandered around the house. I don't even know who is here anymore. Except, of course, the Earl and his manservant, Franklin's. But a man in gray. Wait. I know who it might be. In the cellars, the man is being held captive in a room opposite the food stores. Could this be the man in gray? I thought he wore white. Perhaps he's a little dirtier now. 
Her voice fades as the conversation was too much to strain for her. We decide to leave her and head for the door. So we got a bunch of information for two for two fear. That's a pretty good trade, I'd say. Yeah. So downstairs? Yes, downstairs okay. into the cellar. Uh, having explored most of the rooms of the stairs, you decide to risk searching the ground floor. You follow the landing back toward the staircase and creep downstairs. Seems reasonable. You walk down the stairs cautiously, looking in every direction. There's no one about. In the hallway below, you may choose to either uh, a door on the left, a door on the right, or you can walk up to the front door and open it. Left or right? Right makes right. Okay, we go right. The door is locked. You can either try the door opposite or creep along the hallway. Try the door opposite. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. The door opens to a large but costly drawing room. The dying embers of a warm fire burns in the hearth. Comfortable chairs are arranged around the fireplace. Two glasses and decanters stand on the glass top table between the chairs. There are plants and tall stands on either side of the windows. And there is another door next to the one you came in. Do you wish to explore the room further, lead through the door, at least through the other door, or will you have a little tipple from the decanter? Uh, well, probably not that last one. Probably not, no. But exploring the room doesn't seem that risky at this point. Yeah, let's explore the room. Yeah. A little tibbler. Will you start by looking Probably through the ornaments place. on the corner shelf, or will you examine the fire in the mantel place? I think shelf. Mm-hmm. Okay. There are several delicate items of pottery and a few silver pieces on the shelf. One of the silver ornaments is a short dagger, and you may take this with you if you want. It is rather, it is rather too short to be a really useful weapon, but nonetheless, you may add two skill points if you're useful in a fight. There is also a silver hit flask. If you've not already done so, you may take this flask and fill it with brandy. Now you may either uh, examine the fireplace, 303, or leave the room. Take the hit flask, right? We'll take the hit flask, fill it with brandy. We're not going to drink it, but we'll have it. Okay. So examine the fireplace or leave the room? Let's examine the fireplace. Yeah. So, a fine... Uh, Karis clocks this in the center of the elaborately carved wooden mantelpiece. A number of letters are jammed in behind the clock, and you reach for them, and as you do so, your sleeve catches one of the carved images in the woodwork, and it moves. You lean forward to examine it. It's a small, carved, demonic face, which can be moved sideways. Do you wish to see what lies behind the wooden face, or will you read through the letters? Read through the letters first. Maybe it's, like, explosive... The letters are not particularly interesting, except for one of the foreign addresses written in immaculate handwriting with a broad nib black pen. It addresses the Earl Drummer and appears to warn him of possible dangers. It starts by describing a raid of some sort on the writer's house and how he narrowly escaped being caught. It ends with a PS which says, I also suggest you further protect yourself by changing the password on your own cachet room. I, for one, know it is Goathead. How many others know the name? Why not change it to something which you are, which will remind you of a sound advice of a good friend? The letter is signed by Count Pravimi. Uh, you read through uh, again and replace the letter. Do you now wish to leave the room? Or will you turn the attention back to the small wooden face in the fireplace? 
Yeah, let's go back to the idol. Yeah, that seems reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. A little carving moves to reveal a button set in the mantelpiece behind it. You consider whether or not to press the button. As you're deep in thought, you do not notice what is happening to the fire. In the grate, the fire has come back to life. Strong flames are licking the chimney, and considerable heat is being given off. Reveal the heat and step back. Backwards. As you do, two small figures leap from the fire and face you. These are fire spirits. These fire spirits are small. They come up to your knees, but their flaming bodies burn with vigor of the fire from which they rose. They hover in the air just above the carpet. For if they touch anything, it bursts into flames. Do you wish to fight these creatures, or will you try another approach? Hit flask of brandy. <laughs> Splash them with it, and they both, like, get stronger. They're like, well, it, it works a lot better with clear spirits than it does with, like, brandy. Are you going to fight them, or are you going to try another approach? I think we should try another approach. Because yep. it seems like we summoned them, so they shouldn't just be instantaneously hostile to us. Okay. Well, you would think. You would think. That's. I think that's sound reasoning. Okay. How will you hold off these advancing creatures? Will you pick up the brandy decanter, or will you move slowly backwards towards the window? Ooh. So it's raining outside. We could just open the window. Okay. Back towards the window. Okay. The fire spirits follow you back towards the window, pretending to be terrified. You make for one of the plant stands and attempt to hide behind it, but the spirits are near enough. You strike, grabbing the large pot on top of the stand. You hurl the contents over the little creature. The soil covers them and douses their flames. In an instant, they have disappeared. Ooh, good call. That's pretty We're good. We're doing quite nice, actually. Yeah. That was actually a, good, a smart move. Because, uh, yeah, those fighting those things are a bee. Are they? Yeah, because when you do damage, then they also do damage back to you because oh, they're fire. Because they're fire. Mm-hmm. Will you step back up to the fireplace and examine the secret button again? And will you press it, or will you leave the drawing room? Press the button. Yeah. We're so taking it all this way. Yeah. Now there's six of them. Oh, fuck. We just keep clicking it more and keep forming. <laughs> you press the button and hear a small click. Then you hear another sound, and you swing around uh, to face the corner shelf. Beside the shelf, a sliding panel has opened in the wall. You walk over to investigate and bend down to look at the opening. Too late, you realize the panel the uh, the panel has revealed not a tunnel at all, but a false opening. The wall behind you is solid, but it serves its purpose. You have been lured into a trap. You are standing on a trap door which opens beneath you and you fall downwards. Well, we'll be in the basement, very least. Down you fall on several meters. You finally land in a heap of something soft at one fear point for the fright and test your luck. If you are lucky, you are unhurt. Yep. Uh, we have to roll it to 12, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I did. Okay. Well, no, I, you throw on 11. What? You throw under 11. Because you, you already tested your luck once, remember? Oh, it goes down one every time? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we still made it under that, so now it's down to 10. Okay. It, okay, so if you're lucky, you are unhurt. But if you're unlucky, you have twisted your wrist to d- deduct one skill point. Oh, no. Ow. You pick yourself up and verify there's no serious damage. You have landed on a mound of earth and hay and realize that you are in a cellar underneath the house. The room is fairly small with one door. Outside you can hear a shuffling noise coming closer. Will you spring behind the door to surprise whatever is approaching you? Or will you quickly search the room for a weapon in case you need to defend yourself? We have a weapon. We don't need that. Right. We'll, uh, we'll do the door thing. Yeah. Okay. 
The door slowly opens and you hold yourself closely to the wall. The man who enters is short and stocky and appears to be a bent double. He is not armed. He appears in the room and scratches his head. Evidently, he has heard something and is perplexed at finding nothing in the room. Will you step forward and announce yourself or keep hidden and hope he leaves? Uh, keeping hidden is the safer option here. Okay. Combat would cost us stamina and that leads to death. The little man stares once more in the room, shrugs his shoulders and leaves, closing the door behind him. You are alone again. After waiting a few minutes, you decide to leave the room. Mm-hmm. Now we're in the basement, right? Outside the room, the passageway runs onwards, past a door on the left. If you wish to continue along the passageway, turn to page 91. If you wish to explore the area, turn to page 166. That one's up to you, Ben. Either either is really kind of equal. And what are the two options? Search or move. Uh, so if you wish to continue along the passageway, you can open the passageway, turn to page 91. If you wish to explore the area, turn to page 166. Let's go on the passageway. Further up the passageway is another door in the right-hand wall. If you wish to try this door, turn to page 112. If you want to pass it and continue along the corridor, turn to page 393. Let's try the door. Okay. One tw- so, the door opens wide. You're about to step inside, but hesitate when you see what lies within. You're entering an underground torture room. In one corner stands a formidable iron maiden. Its deadly door stands ajar. A stretching rack is in the center of the room. Hanging from the ceiling along the left-hand walls are two cages. One is just about large enough for a man to crouch in. The other will allow a man to stand up but not move about. A shiver runs down your spine. Suddenly, two pairs of hands grab your wrists and you are shoved forward into the room. From behind the door steps a broad-shouldered man with powerful arms. He is dressed in a leather apron and trousers and wears a patch across his left eye. So, he slains. And who do we have here? Trespassing in our house? Come on, speak up! Have you lost your tongue? What will your answer be? Will you tell him you are trying to find a way out? Or will you be happy to leave straight away? Or will you claim to be one of the master's friends? Uh, I would like to first use our safe word that we pre-discussed, which is bananas. And if that doesn't do anything, lie. lie. Can we not jump forward and stab him in the eye? Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, I didn't lie. Yeah. Friend of the master, snarls the chair. I have not seen you before. I know I know all the master's friends. You tell him that you are new to the house, and that is why you're wandering about lost. The torturer is not convinced by your story, but Gnangor is harming one of the master's friends. I'll tell you what I'll do, he announces. I don't believe you, but I'll give you a chance. If you convince me that you are one of the master's friends, I'll let you go. But first you have to pass a little test. Hmm... Tie our friends down, lad. The torture assistants bundle you off into the middle of the room and tie you onto the rack. <clears throat> okay. Right then, says the mass, says the torturer. Let's see if you really do know the master or not. Over here, we'll give you a letter. You will tell me the first word that comes to your head when you're beginning of that letter. If you take your time and think too long about your answer, Dirk will tighten the rack. Got that? All right, let's start. Each time the torture assistant gives you a letter, you must write down on a piece of paper the first word that you can think of which begins with that letter and relates to the house. After your test is complete, the torture will consider your answers and then decide whether or not he believes your story. To start, when you have a pencil and paper, turn to page 38. Are you ready? Yep. The first letter Orville gives you is D. Door. Okay. Uh, 
You must you must start writing straight away, or you have to reduct one point of stamina as dirt tightens the rack. When you are ready, turn to page three hundred fifty-two. Next letter, Orville shouts the torture. Orville thinks it says A. Write down your answer straight away or lose Aga, a point of stamina. The, the, the door, the Aga, Aga, Abaddon. Abaddon. Turn to page. Then turn to page 57. Come on, Orville, let's have another. Orville, think again. And this time says K. Write your answer quickly or deduct another point of stamina. Demon? I don't know. K. No. Killing. K. Got it. Turn to page Okay. Over is now getting the hang of the game and is enjoying himself. M is the next letter. Right immediately losing another point of stamina. Then turn to page 76. We're done. Yeah, we're done. There you go. Over has been practicing his last letter and blurts it out excitedly. S is his choice. Right immediately lose a point of stamina. That one I don't have an answer for. Um, hang on. Lose the point of stamina. Yeah. All right, Orville. That will do for now, says the torturer. He turns to you. Have you been convincing enough for him? Over the next five references, some of the answers that would have been expected are listed. Each one scores a number of points. If you choose one of the words listed, record how many points you score. Uh, when you have been through all five references, you will have convinced the torture if your score is high enough. Now turn to page 235. We fucked up. We're going to we, die. We very much so fucked up. Okay. So, so what did you write for D? Door. No. So. Any other choices not worth any points? Turn to page 194, so zero points. But maybe we'll get like three points for both of them. We only need six to pass. So, what'd you write down for A? Abaddon. You get five points. You only need five to win the game. I I very much doubt that. Yeah, I bet it's something way different. What'd you write down for K? Key. No points. Figured. What did you write down for M? Mordana. Five points. Yep. Now, if we get this last one. What did you write down for S? Silver. No points. Oh, we didn't make it. You bring it ripped in half. <sighs> I was hoping G would be a letter. How many points did you score? Ten. Ten. Okay, if you scored 12 points or more, turn to page... If you scored 8 to 11, turn to page 157. Okay. Okay. So We're on the board. We're on the board. You know. Hmm. We're not first grunts, place. Grunts the torture. I'm still not convinced. Nevertheless, you may be a friend of the master. You hold your breath as he pauses to make up his mind. All right, stranger. I will give you the benefit of the doubt. Release the rack, dirt. You are set free and allowed to leave the room. Turn to page 248. Wow. Wow. 
That was intense. That was intense. He was going to totally kill you. He was going to uh, rip us in half. Yeah, yeah, they were, they were loving that. Uh, Let me guess, it was less than eight and we would have gotten killed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or, I, don't, I, think, I, I, I think he like hurt you really bad, then he put you in a cage forever. Uh, you leave the torture room and can now continue down the passageway. Turn to 393. The passageway winds into a small chamber. Although it is dark, you can see a staircase going up a few meters ahead of you. Jerry Question, what was the name of the lord of the house again? Kelnar. Yeah, that was probably what we needed for K. That was what I was... I knew it was a K of something, but I couldn't remember what it was. The passageway winds into a small chamber. Although it is dark, you can see a staircase going up a few meters ahead of you. To your right, the chamber opens up into a wide area. You step forward almost immediately. A, a, a twittering noise puts you on guard. Suddenly you feel something uh, land on your head and dig in sharp claws into your scalp. You gasp and slide away. You hanches a small leathery body and a pair of wings start to flap as it rises above your head. Bats! A number of them are flapping around your head, darting and scratching with their claws. You must add one fear point from shock. Do you wish to run up the stairs? Hide under the stairs? Fight the bats. I wish to cast Magic Missile at the Darkness. Bats will continue to attack you. Do you want to fight the bats then? No, I, I feel like fighting the bats isn't really worth our time. Let's run up the stairs. Okay. Run up the stairs. Well, weren't we supposed to be in the basement? I don't know. The guy in gray. Yeah, we don't know where in the basement he is. Like, we were in the cellar originally. That's true. Cellar might be, ba- I don't mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe this is like a secondary basement. Okay, we're still going to go up the stairs. All right, you're up the stairs? Mm-hmm. All right. The bats claws you up the stairs, but you manage to reach the top without any serious moves. The duck one stamina point for the cuts and scratches. At the top of the stairs is a door. Light shines the door and frightens the bats away. You may open it, but be careful to do it slowly. Okay, we open it slowly. Mm-hmm. Open it slowly. Your door opens the top of the top of the stairs. Facing uh, you is a door and a Wait, you open the door at the top of the stairs. Facing you is a door, and to your right is the hallway and is another door. Do you wish to enter the door opposite, the door to your right, or left turn into the main hallway? They're unlabeled, right? I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Let's turn to the right and go out of that door. Yeah. Door to your right. The door is locked. You will not be able to go in. You turn and set off down the hallway. Will you enter a room on the right, or will you carry on along the hallway? Room on the right. Okay. Follow the right-hand wall. The room you enter is a reception room. A table and six chairs stand at the center of the room. At one end is an enormous mural of a country scene, perhaps painted of the area many years ago. On the opposite wall, stretching from the floor to the ceiling, is a full-length mirror. Velvet curtains line the walls opposite the door. You walk over to admire the painting, uh, then turn to face the mirror. A shock is in 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 store. Your eyes widen as it, as it turns toward the mirror and stares into you. It casts no reflection on you. Add one fear point. You walk closer to the mirror, but still see no ref, uh, reflection. Appe- uh, you walk closer to the mirror, but still no reflection appears. Although you can see the table and the wall behind you clearly. You right. You walk right up to it, and it feels and feel its surface. Your hand passes right through the glass, pulling it back quickly. You consider the situation. Will you leave the room, step through the mirror, or investigate the room further? 
Mirror? Yeah, I mean, that's a different one, so I, I'm willing to totally try that. Stick to the mirror? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Turns out we've been in the wrong house the entire time. Behind the mirror is a small chamber, just two, just, just large enough for you to turn around in. There are two doors in the chamber. Do you wish to try the door on the left, uh, the right-handed door, or would you rather step back through the mirror? Right-handed door. Right makes right. 294. Dead. Instant death. The door is locked. If you have any keys with you, you may try them in the lock. Do you have the golden key? If so, you can try it by turning to page 10. If not, turn to page 204. You do not have the key. I don't have any keys. No. We suck at finding keys. Yeah, the only key that we know about is the one in the stupid song. Do you wish to try the other door, or would you prefer to step back through the mirror? Other door. Okay. There's a golden key in its lock. You remove it. The door opens onto a dark landing. A flight of stairs arrives at this landing and continues downward. Here's what we do with the other door. What? We stick a newspaper under it, and we poke something through the keyhole. And then when the key pops out, we pull it under and use it. So clever. We don't have a newspaper. Oh, you need to get the newspaper first. Damn. The door opens a dark landing. A flight of stairs arrives at the landing and continues downward. Will you follow the stairs down? Will you rather close the door and step back through the mirror? Hell, we're going down. Absolutely. Yeah. You get to that cellar, get that guy in gray. We're in the mirror. We're in the Silent Hill Dark World. Yeah. The narrow, the narrow, the narrow uh, stairway splits and offers you two ways down. Will you choose the left hand stairs or the right hand stairs? Right. Okay. Right hand stairs. No regrets. You follow the stairs downward, running across the bottom of the passageway. You turn right and follow until you reach a dead end with two doors. Facing each other on opposite sides of the wall. Will you try the door on the left, the door on the right, or will you turn around and head back the way you came? Right. It's just right, right, right. Yeah. Is it right, 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 right. The, the door's not locked. You open it cautiously and poke your head inside. You found a food store of some kind. The room is lined with shelves with various foodstuffs on them. Yeah. Bread, dried meats, cheese, fruit, dried fish, wine, red and white, and cakes are all neatly stacked in the shelves. If you need to restore some of your stamina, you may choose any of these to eat. Note what you take, then turn to page 227. If you would not, uh, if you would rather not risking taking any of them, turn to page 36. We're decent on stamina for the minute. We can always come back here. Yeah, it sounds like it's a, a replenishment area, so yeah, we can always come back. We're going to turn around and go in the door on the opposite side. Okay. <clears throat> uh, you may now leave the food store. Will you try the door opposite? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. The door has a bolt on the outside. You undo the bolt and open the door. Peering cautiously into the room, the walls are bare and is sparsely furnished with only a table and a chair. Sitting in the corner, asleep is a man in a white gown. As he opens the door, he speaks with a star. Oh, hello, he says. I suppose you come for me, have you? Will you say yes or no? Yes. Take me dead, and he just starts fighting us. Come on, then, he says. Come on, then, he says cheerfully. Let's go. I'm ready. You are not sure whether to play along with him or not. You ask him whether he's sure he knows where he's going. Oh, that I do. That I do. He laughs, walking up to you. But sure as heaven, I'm not going down without a fight. Oh, God. It was and with act- those words, he pulls a knife from his gown and attacks you. Resolve the battle. We can't talk him down either, can we? Mm-hmm. Uh... 
Okay, I so you, you can attack him, and if you wish to spare his life, you may. I, once you get down to two stamina, if you wish. Okay. All right, so he has a skill of seven and a stamina of nine. We have a skill of ten. All right, so you're so you're rolling for you, and he's rolling yep. for. So what'd you get total? Fifteen. What'd you get plus seven? Plus seven. Th- Thirteen. Uh, yeah. So that's 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 two. All right, roll again. Seventeen. Uh, seven. Fourteen. Uh, that's another two. So he's uh, so he's at seven. Twenty. Five. Twenty. Mm, I didn't make it anyway. So Seventeen. So yeah. So he's at. So he's on uh, seven. Seven. Three. Five. Three. All right. Go again. Twenty-one. Uh, yeah. I don't. Like he's down to one stamina. If you wish to spare his life, he turns three fifty-nine. Spare him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We he, and if you decide to finish him off, turn to page three sixty-six. No, him. we're sparing him. He was. We really should have just said no. We're not there for him. Okay. Like heaven, I'm going down the fight. You have you explained you have no wish to kill him, and he steps back puzzled. Do you mean you're not one of the coven? You're an outsider. You nod, and a latent expression spreads across his face. Turn to page two hundred eight. <clears throat> I don't believe it, he explained. Have my prayers been answered? Can I join you, please? You must allow me to come with you. I can be of great help to you. You tell him he is certainly welcome to help in your escape, and ask him how he came across the hidden area. Do you know about the sacrifices, he asks? Well, I am to be saved for the next ceremony. I was part of the Master's Coven, but my conscience will no longer be allowed to live with the evil it entails. But the Coven cannot allow defectors. I was sentenced to death, death by sacrifice. Together we must destroy Kelnar, the Master. I know how it can be done. Kelnar can only be killed with the Chris Dagger, which is hidden somewhere in the house. And he must be summoned in the Red Room. Let us agree to rid the world of this human monster and his evil sect. You will be foolish to refuse the help and agree. You may add one luck point for this information. A noise outside cuts the conversation short. Someone is coming. Can we restore fear instead of adding luck? Nope. Damn. I know, right? The door bursts open. Two white-robed men enter. At least you presume they are men, but their faces are hidden behind masks made out of goat's heads. They carry knives and leap forward to attack. One attacks you, and the other attacks your comrade. Resolve your fight first. De- Devil worshipper. That's the enemy. So, you defeat him, turn to page 178. So he got his skill is 8. So, plus 9. 18. 18. 17. Alright, that's 2. Go again. Oh, jeez. 15. Uh, same. 17. So you take two damage. Okay. So go again. Oop. 19. 17. Well, two. I'm just making 17 and multiple Two damage, ways. so he's got three. Seven, 14. 17. Uh, two more damage, one more fight, so you're getting with the... <laughs> 21. Yeah, you just... Yeah, you, right. you just kind of you, you, you are you using the, are you using the cleaver. I'm using the knife. You, uh, the, the you got the cleaver. You got the cleaver. You should always use the cleaver plus three. Yeah, I, I thought that was the knife. Yeah, no, you got well, the silver got... dagger, and then you had the, the cleaver. Okay, cleaver. So you, you described it as a knife when we first got it. No, it's a cleaver. Wait a second. Wait a second. It's a cle- it's, I think it's a, describes like a big cleaver's like nice, like a big kitchen knife. The silver dagger that we have isn't secretly already the dagger we need, right? You don't think so? No. Okay. So you so you just you just hack into him and just go you just go to town. I mean it's, we goat to town. You immediately turn to aid your comrade, 
but you are too late. A thrust in the Devil Worship's knife pierces his chest. You slam your fist into the back of the man's neck as he slumps to the floor. But you have lost your alley and must leave without him. Turn to page Was there any way to save him? No. Okay, fair enough. Well, I mean, we did what we could. Yeah, we beat him to near an inch of his life and then let him fight to his death. Well, you head back down the corridor until you reach the stairs again. The passageway runs past the stairs, and you decide to continue this way. A little farther along, you come to a small flight of stairs. But the passageway is dark, and you do not notice them in time. You stumble down and land in a heap at the bottom. Lose one stamina. You didn't even get a choice in that. Yeah. You nurse, you nurse your bruised and look. You nurse. You nurse your bruises and look around. All is pitch black apart from a point of light coming from the end of the long tunnel. The night you, is dark and full of terrors. You walk down the tunnel cautiously and you pace those even further when you hear a voice, a sound of voice in the distance. Human voices are chanting in a long, monotonous drone. Soon you're able to see what is happening. A group of people, perhaps 40 of them, are gathered around a large fire. On the far side of the fire is an altar. And stretched out on the altar is a young woman. She's bound hand and foot. You cannot make out her face at the onlookers as they are all wearing goat-headed masks. In the center, standing on the altar, is a tall man dressed in robes, whose goat mask has been dyed purple. He holds in his hands a sharp dagger and is preparing to sacrifice his young victim. Do you wish to watch the proceeding, try to find a way out, or try to rescue the young woman? What do you think? If we watch the proceeding, we're probably going to get fear. Yeah. And if we try to get her out, I bet you we'd die. Just get absolutely murdered by Yeah, him. we'll just leave. Okay, Bye. try to find a way out. Just behave. Bye, lady. Sorry. You look around the chamber. Another passageway uh, leads from the chamber. If you choose your moment carefully, you may be able to reach it without being noticed. We move quietly along the wall towards it, or we instead watch the proceedings. Move quietly. Yeah. You creep along the wall. Someone in the group cries out, You have been spotted. All eyes turn towards you as an holy gathering advances to surround you. You are trapped. Will you attempt to fight your way out? Turn to page 365. Or do you have something else you can use? If so, use it. Whoa. We have a garlic and the... We had garlic and that's it. And well, the a hip flask of brandy. brandy and the silver dagger. You got nothing. Nope. You put up a good fight, but the sheer number of devil worshippers overwhelm you. You are captured and remain so until you feel the priest knife on the sacrificial altar. For you will be the next victim. Yep. I figured that was coming. Gross. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> there was no way I was going to watch the proceedings. We had one fear left. Yeah. Oh, you totally. You're like, like I got out of here. Like I got out of here. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so we had. There was no chance of getting out of that one. I think if you watch the proceedings, you can end up sneaking your way out, I think, or something. If you, yeah, if you choose to try to rescue it, you just. You finished it. There's like 40 of them. You can't win. Of course not. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's uh, House Hades. Uh, you uh, didn't make it through like you said you were going to. There was a small... You were doing stakes were made. You were yeah. doing pretty well. Pretty well. The second time. The second time. Oh my goodness. But it's late and uh, you totally died twice. So... Uh, Questions about House of uh, Hades? Besides it being so awesome. Yeah. One of these days I'm going to make a character and like with 12s and everything and then just cheat my way through. Oh, there's tons of places which are just like death traps. Where it's just like, oh yeah, you're dead. You don't make it out. 
one of one of them one of one of the one of the most one of the most assy places in this if i remember correctly is the kitchen you find a way to the kitchen you're finished because there's no way out it's a death trap room it's a death trap room i believe there's keys on the stove if you pick them up they're hot and you yell and then people rush in and kill you if you check the door, you open it up and fight a guy. If he doesn't kill you, he has a bunch of pots of pans and people kill you. And then you try something else and also some people, or there's like a bell or something. You ring it, people come and they kill you. And there's like, there's nothing to be done. Like once you enter the kitchen, there's no way to leave. And it's a death trap room. I go back out the way I came. Nope, there's no, there's no option to do that. Well, I turn back to the last page and I go back the other way. Exactly. All right, folks, you've been listening <laughs> to another fine We Hate Bars podcast. See you next time, everybody.